three, two. two. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. All right. <laughs> Already amateur hour has begun. I, uh, I'm pretty sure it played. I could see the levels on Audacity, but I couldn't hear it again. But it was there. Trust me. There's our opening. Hi, folks. Welcome to another edition of... It is Bantha Milk Podcast, and I am That's here... That's right. I just want to make sure we're keeping it nice and professional here. I'm having my piece of app, uh, pumpkin pie that my wife made for Thanksgiving. There this we go. This episode is going to be entitled Drunk on Gravy. Um, I like it. I like it. Or my, my Bantha Milk of choice this evening. Or uh, a sleep on from Turducken from... Uh, tryptophan. Uh, tryptophan, yeah. Sleep That's from right. Tryptophan as well. And it's a very special episode. It's a hugely uh, special episode. Bantha Milk Podcast today. We are joined by one of uh, Ears Up very own, and he's got that very uh, apropos shirt, right? It's a beautiful thing, right? Uh, we're, we're joined by Eric, right? Uh, I thought it was Dave Filoni for a second. I'm sorry. Eric, how wait, are you, Eric? <laughs> wait, was, Dave, was tonight supposed to be Dave? Dave oh, was supposed to come on tonight. Right. What get happened? Dave Eric in, Get Dave him. in on the Zoom. Dave, is Dave in the, he's right, probably right. in the waiting, waiting room, right? Uh, I'll just I'll just bump him out of the waiting room. He'll come back next week. That's fine. We How have you doing, <laughs> Hey, how's it going? After all after all the hype on on Facebook, I, I, I you know I'm glad that you chose me over Dave. That's right. <laughs> that well, is correct. You know, you know what the main thing was? Dave did not know what our secret word was for the past two shows. He did and not. Eric did. Eric uh-huh. did. Right? <laughs> Eric. So folks, we talk about this. How to get on our show? It's very easy. We try to get Jason to pay attention and listen to us. He won't do it. Just know the secret word. Two weeks in a row, we threw out a secret word. Eric emailed us with the secret word, and we kicked Dave Filoni out and let Eric in instead. Because <laughs> Eric, he do you remember what word. the words are? Are they? Do you remember them off the top of your head? Uh, of course. Uh, sassafras and, uh, oh, no, not malarkey. Um, You're close. It's close. Close. Yeah. It's actually it's a Rob's name. special word yes. for, for when the bad guys come, right? When the bad guys come, they have to say <laughs> Murgatroyd. 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 Oh, Murgatroyd. that's right. That's <laughs> right. So there we go. So there's our spe- our secret words for the past two weeks. Eric knew them, and welcome to the show. Eric is very special because he, not only is he on the Supreme Resort that uh, talks all about tacos from all around the United States. That's right. I love um, gorditas and chalupas. Gorditas, yeah. yeah the tacos. We, yeah, we've, we just started on, on a 17-part series on, on fire sauce. Oh, nice. The history of fire part. sauce. Yeah, 17-part. All right. I'm oh, yeah, we get into the details. Specifically. <laughs> <laughs> it, does it go through all of the special herbs and spices in it as well? Uh, the the best secret. that we can figure, yes. Yeah. That's a trade <laughs> That is a secret. <laughs> So not only that, but he has another uh, business that he works on with um, Disney-related as well. Why don't you tell us about your other in Disney-related endeavor, please? Sure. Uh, well, I, I work for for Concierge. Uh, it's a uh, we're a, a travel uh, a travel planner group. Uh, we we specialize in Disney uh, Disney trips. So um, it, you know we can offer essentially. Any any amount of planning that you want, uh, without adding any cost to your vacation, it's a it's a pretty great thing because uh, you know there a, a lot of people have questions, especially right now. You know what's open, what's not open, where can I go? We're here to do all of that. We'll book your hotel, we'll compare prices for you, we will get your dining reservation set up, we'll buy tickets for you, we'll get everything all together, and it doesn't cost you any more than if you did all that work yourself. Sounds like a good awesome. deal to me. 
It's I got to tell deal. you, when, when it comes to should I do more or should I do less work for the same amount of money, I always tend towards the former. See? I mean, so that's, <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> let, let Eric do all the work for you. All right, y'all. So we want to make sure you check us out on all of our social medias, right? You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast, right? Bantha Milk Podcast. You can also check us out on Twitter at Bantha Milk, just Bantha Milk on Twitter, right? Check us out at Bantha Milk Podcast at gmail.com where you can send us drink recipes. You can send us comments. You can send us fact check, right? Make sure we get all our information right. And you can check out our uh, very own uh, email. Wait, is it an email? It's a website at BanthaMilkPodcast.com. <laughs> We have an email too, so yeah. you could email us at banthamilkpodcast at gmail uh, dot right? com. Yes, you could oh, email yeah. us there as well. Also, don't forget to check out our parent organization, Ears Up. That's with a Z, Ears Up Podcast. Uh, they took us under their wing. We love them for it. They also have a Patreon and they have an Etsy page where you can buy some awesome swag, some ears up swag, and hopefully they'll get some of our swag in there as well. And check out their Patreon for as little as $2 a month. You can become a Patreon subscriber. $5 a month, you get to be in on their secret show. And then I think it's 10 or $15 a month. They'll even throw shouts out to you there. So check them out. Absolutely. And just so you're aware, you know, anything you uh, do help towards ears up, Absolutely helps us at uh, Bantha Milk Podcast. They help uh, us to get our word out. They hook us up with uh, equipment when we need it. They're great people, right? So help them out. Help us out. Help the world out. That's right. And we have two other shows on the Ears Up Network. Check them out also. The Supreme Resort. They compare rides at Disney World and Disneyland. And Scraping the Vault that they go through some really old movies from Disney. And they make fun of it the whole time. So two more great episodes. Check all that out. Right, so I guess now we're going to get into Star Wars news. Well, let's talk about the Bantha Milk. What Bantha Milk is All right, ready and go. So, all right. Now, uh, of course, this is uh, Banter, Beskar, and Bantha Milk. That is all the parts necessary for our podcast, right? We have our banter already going. I'd say, gentlemen, gentlemen, good banter so far. I agree. Well done. Uh, I agree. Well done. um, We we can't exactly go on without our Bantha Milk, though. So uh, I already discussed the gravy. I've got some pumpkin pie. My wife made the best in the world, by the way. But I've still got my classic bourbon that I've been having for a bit of time. Rob was going to... Rob got a very interesting suggestion for a drink last week that we just got at the last minute. We didn't get to do in time. So we do want to make sure we do a shout out about that one. Yeah, so our good friend David Anderson sent us a, a message on Facebook about episode 12 saying, another great episode, maybe your themed beverage will contain something spicy, and then he has a little chili pepper emoji in there, to give homage to the lava. So chapter 12 was the one where they were uh, way over top of the lava, the, the, you know, the base and all that nonsense. So great suggestion. Unfortunately, David, we are not the consonant professionals whatever professionals that you thought we were and we didn't see this till after the show so unfortunately nothing spicy last week but we did get your message and wanted to give you a shout out and a thank you for that if anybody else has suggestions please send it to us i on the other hand i'm still drinking my very apropos blah 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 21st amendment i double ipa because blah 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 is what we do best around here um, <laughs> that's and right it's but eric has the 21a the 
That's right. But Eric has our our greatest uh, mug or or glass of yes. all time here. What do you got going on? Oh, look, it's like a tiki Yoda. That yeah, is it's awesome. A, it's a Yoda tiki uh, tiki glass. Uh, I I just made a, a zombie tonight. Um, okay. Although I have been working, I, I, I've got to find some ingredients. I, I have an idea for a drink called the Dark Saber that I wanna I wanna pass on to you you, you gentlemen. Okay. That you can use that bullet in. So yes, all right, all right. I like so, it. You had my attention, but now I don't know how that quote goes. But I'm in. I am <laughs> We're in. in. I'm ready for it. So what's what's in a zombie? What do you got in there? Uh, well, it, I, I suppose it. I, I didn't uh, make it exactly like the. I didn't have quite the ingredients for for a true a true zombie, but it's a Franken zombie, right? Yeah, there you go. It's uh, <laughs> some pineapple juice and uh, some Jamaican rum and some Puerto Rican rum. Um, All great. A little things. little floater of uh, some high proof rum on top there. Okay, Nothing so there's rum, some rum, <laughs> there's a some little rum. more rum, some d- other rum, <laughs> and some and various it, liquids, and there's another rum. rum on top of that. <laughs> Precisely. Sounds great. I'm already on board with it, right? So we've got our Bantha Milk. Rob has got some outstanding Star Wars news that he just cannot wait to get I to I can't us. wait to share. So here goes Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Star Wars news. Here we go. There's you not a lot. got to hit that button a little earlier next time. Give it, give it a, a, a second. It's a, a long... Look, when Brian makes a, an intro for us, it's a long intro. Oh, so you know, I can't, I can't hear it all <laughs> You can't hear it. That's yeah, no, that's the whole is, thing. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's going the whole time. Rock on. Um, the first bit of Star Wars news, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Nick, have you heard of this game? I think never you have. Never once in my life. No, you didn't play it for hours. Eric, have Eric, you played this one? No, I never I never actually played that one. Outstanding game. Outstanding yeah, Nick, game. Go on. What do we got about it, Rob? Nick loves it. There's a mod that brings That's the Mandalorian right. into the game. I did see that. So yep, you yep. can you can add the Mandalorian to your game. See, that's kind of the biggest bummer. I do have like my my gaming setup here, uh, and it is it's a decent uh, computer. It can handle a, a good amount. Uh, it's not great with the very newest stuff, so I, I haven't really ventured that way. I play most of that on PlayStation. You can't mod PlayStation games. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I would love to to be you know lightsabering around the uh, the galaxy as Din Djarin, but. Uh, for those of you who play on PC, definitely go and check that out, and maybe send us some screenshots of you. Yeah, uh, that'd be cool if you send being us some a Jedi Dinjarin. And then the other news, well, two. One of them is not really news. Apparently, uh, every week it becomes more and more and more. But you can buy Baby Yoda on just about anything now. So just <laughs> throwing that out there that there's more and more products released daily with Baby Yoda on it. I think at this point you can decorate your entire house with nothing but Baby Yoda uh, products. Well, you've got um, him, uh, and, and I think now we can officially stop calling him Baby Yoda, right? Right, because his name is now, as we all know, Norman. Norman, right. Yes. <laughs> no, Eric, no? Eric. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't know if we were, you know, going for for, <laughs> for the full spoiler right, yet. No. Right, Like, we're, we're before going, the alert. <laughs> yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going straight up still hardcore to our Norman well, and well, Kyle. Dave so, didn't get our, our, our any of our memos. It's yeah. very clear to mm. us now. Uh, we're going uh, straight to his spam filter. We got to get that figured out. <laughs> we got to get it. <laughs> the last bit of news that I have: everybody loved seeing Baby Yudel Norman eating those little blue macaroons in last week's episode. They're actually macarons. Oh, how, Maca- why do you macaro- say macaroons are a coconut base uh, okay. and very lighty? The the macarons are the the cookie ones, and then okay. there's there's like a third one I forget. But yeah, because I eat macaroons and they're not that. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I always get confused between the two. It's just that extra O. 
Yeah, yes. the, ma- the macarons are the cookie sandwich ones. And okay. the macaroons are like the coconutty, fluffy, sometimes with chocolate, usually with coconut. Yeah. See, and people say they don't learn anything on this show. Look All at right. that. The <laughs> more you know. Who says Nick, that? <laughs> <laughs> Nick dropping knowledge. Well, if you wanted some, you can now buy them. Yes. Our good friends over at William Sonoma. Are they our good friends? They are. They're okay. selling the Navarro Nummies after the name of the planet sure. that Mando and the Child landed on in the episode. They're now available at William Sonoma for only forty nine ninety nine. That's pretty cheap for Williams Sonoma, honestly. Yes. Is it a bucket of, of cookies? It's probably one they, sleeve. They won't tell you that. Yeah, you, you, it's. I think it's per per cookie. I'm not sure, but Listen, yeah. I think I got a spatula at Williams Sonoma for nineteen or like ninety nine ninety five once. All right, it's <laughs> for a like, spatula. It's, Williams Sonoma isn't exactly a great benchmark for, uh, for capitalism right now. There but. you go. So uh, I guess it that might be a good benchmark is. Yes, that is the news. That's the news. Close. It says Star Wars news. I know, but you know, I like to riff. You do like the riff. (laughs) So there we go. So now we're through all of the important stuff, and we did it in record time because we don't want to waste any of Eric's time. Although you do need to watch us on YouTube. We didn't mention that in our plugs at all. Yeah, check out our YouTube because we are. You you get to see not only hear our dulcet tones. Mm -hmm. uh, You get to see that we're there's some various Mandalorian and Star Wars stuff hidden in our backgrounds. Right, Eric has got the excellent Imperial. Uh, officer, uh, is that a zip up like? Uh, yeah, yeah, just a little little parka. Little okay, very nice. Thing. That's now great, the little man. the little uh, readers on the side there are they just uh, stuck on there or are they they're just like yeah they're they're, they're okay. just embroidery yeah okay I was like wow I was like if they came with real like little plastic real things in there, yeah I was like that's impressive. But yeah, uh, that is an awesome sweatshirt. I but, dig it. But the real reason people come here is to get the the breakdown, and we have quite the episode to break mm. down this uh, this week. Uh, there was some mixed reviews for this episode online. I see, um, and I'll uh, full <laughs> full disclosure here. I didn't see this episode until about an hour and a half ago. What? Uh, yeah, mm. I I had to go uh, out to the shore. My uh, I had oh. Thanksgiving disasters this weekend. My <laughs> oh, fridge no. my fridge broke, and then we got a new fridge delivered, and then my my sink clogged. We had to do Thanksgiving dishes in the bathtub. I tried to snake, so it was just a mess. Anyway, so I didn't get home today until late, and so I got to finally sit down, and I I got I uh, I loved it. I loved it. It made me so happy. There are things I need to talk about about it. There are tie-ins, but Rob, let's just just take me through it. Take me through it. Take me on a magic carpet ride. Uh, so I mean, I just wrote down a bunch of notes. So as I go through the notes, if you have big things that you want to talk about, if you want to hit them all at the same time, I, well, do. I don't know. We could do whatever really we want to do. All right. I want to do and exactly then Eric, that. Eric, you jump in and say whatever you want to say, whenever you want to say it. Uh, whenever. Whenever. <laughs> like now. Go. Up uh, oh, too slow. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. You got, it's a fast-paced podcast. <laughs> oh, man. You got to stay on your feet. got to get ready. <laughs> I'll be ready for the next one. So... <laughs> So first, I want to start off with the fact that this was a very uh, Kurosawa. Is that how you say it? Kurosawa. Kurosawa. Oh, Kurosawa. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So I'm playing. I have been playing for the past couple months. Um, Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation Four, um, and it is an absolutely. It's probably. It should be game of the year. I don't know if it was or was not, but it is like it's outstanding. The art style is amazing, uh, and it's all based off it like very Kurosawa based. Um, and the storytelling is outstanding. And this, every like scene in this gave me vibes of that, the, the stare down and the duels and the wind blowing the cloaks. And it was just excellent. It was very excellent. Um, so, 
Uh, I do want to throw out before we even get started that there was a flamethrower sighting in this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. We went we went two episodes without seeing a flamethrower. But don't worry, folks. It's back. That's right. We see somebody shows up in the very beginning. Somebody that nobody was expecting was going to be in this episode. I think everybody was waiting and couldn't wait for it. But there she was, our good friend Ahsoka, live in the flesh. And Tano. people went oh, yeah. nuts. So Soka Tano. And I'm glad they didn't do the the Star Wars thing where they they give us all episode to tease, and then we get that last you know Luke Skywalker just staring you down on the cliffside shot. No, I mean she came right away, very first yeah, scene. First you few just minutes. See this. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and with had, the with the white lightsabers too from Rebels, which was awesome. Right, and they they turned her into this ghost, and, and that again, mm-hmm. this is this is very Kurosawa sort of like samurai ghost in the wind, sort of like you know she would turn her lightsabers on, you'd see it, the kill, and then all of a sudden she fades into the into the mist. Uh, yeah, and, and it gave me just a real Ghost of Tsushima vibes. Uh, it it was outstanding. The art direction was really great. Um, and this is also pretty reminiscent of Avatar: The Last Airbender, which Dave Filoni did also work on, right? Um, yeah. So and uh, so this was the first episode that he directed since Episode Five, right? Um, so this is back to Dave Filoni. Everybody was so stoked for this because Dave Filoni. I mean, he's he's the brains behind Star Wars. They just need to. Everybody keeps saying give John Favreau. John Favreau, I think. I mean, if you watch the behind-the-scenes episodes, you saw John Favreau knows a lot and cares a lot, but Dave Filoni knows everything. Well, I think it's a great combination because I think John Favreau's a real Star Wars fan and he knows a lot, but he he's got a more firm grasp on direction, uh, and you know, he I think he's maybe been around the Hollywood scene a little longer, whereas yeah. Dave Filoni's come well, up in animation. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so Dave has these these kind of nerd creds and nerd chops. Um, to bring to the table, uh, and his, I think his direction is getting better. Like the, uh, all of, I mean, this is his only his second live action thing he's ever directed. Uh, everything else has been uh, been animated, and it's, it's great. I mean, you know, it's great. Um, so yeah. I just think they're they're a great team together. And um, this, you know, I mean, I, this some of the I've said on this show before. This is some of the best Star Wars to come out. I, I like some of this better than I like the original trilogy series. Yeah, I think uh, this has definitely a lot more action. I mean, the storytelling is just as good as the original trilogy, but because the action is so much better, uh, it definitely does make it a step above what we saw before. Sure. Yeah, and art direction-wise, I mean, you can think of some really, really amazing shots from the original trilogy. You know, Luke walking toward the sunset and and all those those really great shots, but, I mean, this entire episode was gorgeous. Yes. Um, oh, hundred percent. I don't understand why all of the none of the trees had leaves. I, I, I mean, there's <laughs> so much I want to know about Carvis. Yeah. Like, why is it <laughs> so misty there? Come it's on, such a sad it, place. and windy, <laughs> misty, windy. Everything looks like it's all burnt out. All the trees are all burnt out, except for then we go into the uh, magistrate's little area. And oh yeah, right, it's, right. And I, she but has again, water, you, get, she has grass. you get a lot of re- like. Uh, Japanese temple sort of vibes from mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the mm-hmm. tranquility, uh, you know, the the almost some of the trees almost look like they were, um, uh, what's the the bonsai trees? Yeah, bonsais, almost. yeah, like bonsais, uh, yeah. So uh, the, uh, the stylized, they stylized it in a way that they've been doing for westerns, uh, and they took all of those same elements out of uh, some of the eastern uh, Hollywood, or I guess I don't know if it's Hollywood or not. 
um, but some of this this Eastern classic uh, film, uh, and again, it's it's an homage. She's, they're using yes. it as an homage to classic cinema yep. uh, in a way that's really cool. So we see Ahsoka. Ahsoka she Ahsoka. Now my too much. I had like four sips of blah blah blah, and already I can't <laughs> form a coherent. Keep going, man. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, so we see her right away. She cuts down a whole battalion platoon group of, of bad guys all trying to trying to kill her. She talks to the to the magistrate and is like, "Look, where's your leader?" Which I love the whole "Where's your leader?" thing because it's definitely setting up for something in the future. Oh yeah, and then well, and then I she, I caught myself at that point going, "Am I supposed to know this person? And am I supposed to know yeah. who their leader is?" So funny Ahsoka, you should ask. So I'm like, "All right, so they're using tie-ins." So. Yeah, Are they you're digging reveal? into Clone Wars and yeah, so yeah. I'm like, all right, who is this person? Is this someone from Clone Wars? And I, I didn't. Again, I only watched it an hour and a half ago, so I didn't have enough time to actually like do any research. But she didn't pop out to me as someone I knew especially well from Clone right. Wars. So she is the magistrate uh, Morgan Esbeth, uh, and this is what's really fun in real life. Her name is Diane Lee. I'm going to say her last name wrong. In Inosadon- Inosanto. Yes. Her um, dad, <laughs> yeah, her dad is is uh, Dan Inosanto, who is a martial arts legend. Okay. And her godfather, the martial arts legend, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, That's outstanding. So I watched it once. Then I looked up who all the people were. And then I saw what her real life lineage was. So I was like, okay. So then I watched it again because I w- wanted to see like how good her karate would be during the fight scene or was she just doing a lot of standing around but her 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 <laughs> martial arts was decent considering i mean i'm sure they held her back a lot but uh but it was good well i don't know it, how great rosario dawson's martial arts are that, right that's the question yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um, but but can we talk for a minute about rosario dawson as ahsoka because yes it was out like it was so cool um to see number one I couldn't tell on her leku, which are the the things on her head, were those wrinkles or were those scars? Because she definitely had hmm. some, oh, yeah. some marking here. There were definitely some creases in it. If yeah. they were trying to tell us that she had aged a little bit, or else whether it was just a, a costuming thing, or else that was like battle markings from you. Because again, last time we saw her, and we'll talk a little bit more about where this is going, because it's very clear that her last mission is not over. Um, right. But last time we saw her. Uh, she was, it had to have been at least 10 to 15 years ago because it was, it was before a new hope. And this was five years after, this is five years after return of the Jedi. Yes. Um, so I don't know the exact yet, Doug, if you can, if you're out there and you want to give me an exact, how many years it's been since we've last seen Ahsoka on screen, that'd be great. Um, but yes, it's, I, I'm just so really there interested was... to see what's where Ahsoka has been since we last saw her. Um, she's, I think she's my new favorite. She is my favorite star Wars character. Hands down. She's come a long way from, from snips. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> from little Those snips. First episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like who would have seen this, this trajectory for this character? Right. So, so two things I got to say about Ahsoka. The first is Rosario Dawson is so perfect. Her smile mm-hmm. looks like the animated character. There are moments yep. where I went. Oh, oh man! How in yep. the world yeah. does, does does she look like an animated character so much? But uh, the the other thing, uh, my I need to to give a shout out to the coolest move I have seen, uh, the coolest fight move I have seen on this show so far is right at the beginning 
where she used her her sabers. She did this this parallel slash through uh-huh. a tree through oh, the yeah. tree. Then she force pushed the chunk of tree and oh, took yeah. a guy out a with guy. it. And, and this is the first real like on like knowledgeable use of the force they're showing on this show. You know, like right. before it's been like, ooh, you know, we get our little Groot character over here. Uh, Gro- you know, uh, <laughs> Miracle Grogert or whatever his name is. Um, he's he's by accident using the force. But here we have like not a Jedi because distinctly Ahsoka is not a Jedi, but she has been a baller force user for decades now yeah um we we now they're just like all right here you go this is what jedis are going to look like from here on out and i am on board did Uh, you notice though she did not stop them when they called her a jedi she did not deny it. i was expecting them to you're right i absolutely was expecting that for sure um so yeah so that that first fight scene was awesome then she goes and uh you know Whatever, I'll be back tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And then she leaves. Um, and then we see Mando and little baby Yudel, our good friend Norman. They're hanging out in the ship. Norman wants to play with the ball again because that's his <laughs> favorite thing. Mando's like, no. And then and he, as soon as that ball goes in the pocket, it's like, well, that's a plot device. Yeah, we're Check, Chekhov's that, gun right, right there. <laughs> yeah, we need that for later. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so then... I'm just going to take this little plot device and put it right here. Right here. Save this for later. Make sure you see me put it here so that you know that I'll need it later. That's right. Um, but I did like uh, he if now this is me. If I'm walking up to a city and there's a 30 foot high wall all around the city, I'm thinking I'm going to the next city. I'm not going to knock on the door and say, hey, can you let me in? So I found it interesting that he, when he gets to this to this fortress of a town, he's like, "Let me in." And the guy, who the guard guy, uh, in the show, his name was, uh, or his real name is Michael Bien. Yeah, he's, B-I- a, he's like a, he's from something, right? He's like he was in nobody. Terminator. Yeah, the original Terminator. He was in The Rock. Oh man, he was he was. Oh yeah, he was T two thousand or whatever in the. No, he wasn't. He no, wasn't the what was he? Uh, I just wrote down the three movies that he All was right. in, but he was in the Terminator. Right. He was in the rock. He was one of the, uh, the army guys that, um, were there. Basically they thought they were just like bluffing to get the money. Okay. Um, and then he was also an alien. So he's been around the, been around. He's been in a lot of good movies. Great. So he was like, Oh, you're, you're a fighter. You're in a guild. Come on in. Um, I love that he sees, he sees the army. He goes, nice armor. You must be a bounty hunter. All right. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Who else sure. has that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me so then, uh, he so had then some he decent go- armor too. I mean, yeah. Right. And it looked very, uh, it looked Mandalorian inspired too. A lot of these, a lot of the armor that they were wearing in this town looked very Mandalorian inspired. Right. Um, the shoulder, shoulder pieces were, looked a lot like the Mandalorian shoulder pieces. Um, so yeah, so he goes in, nobody wants to talk to him. Um, he talks to one person who turns out to wind up becoming like, the, the mayor, ironically, the mayor, the <laughs> next mayor. Yeah. yeah. Um, I found this funny. They named him governor wing and his real name, his name in real life is wing Tao Chow. So okay. they were like, Oh, what's your first name? We're going to use that in the show also. Why not? Yeah, there you go. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? Uh, so yeah, so then they go in whatever she says and, and, Oh, and this is a point that I wanted to talk about. She tells him she has a Jedi problem. He now knows that he's in the right spot. He needs to go talk to this Jedi. So she says, you got the coordinates? He says, yes, whatever. When he's fighting Ahsoka, 
at the end when she's leaving, he says, I was sent here to kill you. And then he says, don't worry, I didn't tell her I would. But she, but he got the coordinates and he got her to tell him everything that he needed to know. But he didn't say, I will kill her. So I was, right. at first I was like, what, did he have his fingers crossed? Like, was he like, uh, just kidding? You know, his fingers were behind his back. So then I rewatched it. And he does everything except for saying, okay, I will take it. He goes, yeah. where is she? What do you want me to do? Blah, blah, blah. But he never says, you got it, dude. Yep. He just says, he just walks away. He's, ah, he's, because he, then it's his word. Okay. Right. Because then it's his word. So he has a, a bright future in galactic uh, litigation. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did find it very interesting. And, and he mentioned later on at the end about Ahsoka keeping her word to him as well. So to That's, him, your word is word is very important to, to him. So yep. I found it very interesting that when he met with her, he didn't officially say, yes, I will kill her. He just got all the information that he and, needed and without saying it. I think they it. were trying to set up like this, this like tension of, oh, is he going to try and and like uh, maybe take this bounty? And I'm glad they didn't like pursue that. I'm glad they didn't like give us this internal struggle of, oh, maybe I should go for this Beskar because I think they've pretty definitively shown us that that's not who he is as a character um, anymore. He might have at one point been, but it's pretty clear based on his interactions with uh, Groot um, <laughs> that uh, things are, it, he's, that's the, he cares about the kid. It's not like about the money or anything for him. And so um, I'm glad they didn't like give us a, will he, won't he of, is he going to like try and collect this bounty? Hmm. And then he goes off to fight her which was another amazing battle scene. Now we see Beskar. how strong and how good the Beskar is. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. And well, it he, was... didn't, he didn't even need that big old staff at that point. No. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I'm this whole time I've, I'm thinking before we see him fight her, as soon as I see him going and fight, finding her and he doesn't have that staff, I'm like, that staff is not meant for him to use on her. Right. right. And I, I knew that because he didn't bring it to, to fight her. So yeah. my thought is, even before going into this, I'm thinking he's going to get this at the end of this, and he's going to need that to fight someone with a lightsaber. Uh, and and it's got to, I mean, my the only thought has got to be uh, the dark saber, right? So, Moff I mean, Gideon, that, yeah. That is setting him up to to have the ability to defend himself against Moff Gideon. Yes. So that's a lot that's of my foreshadowing on, on that Beskar staff, which is pretty I like baller, it. By the way, I like it. Uh, but yeah, that yes. fight scene was pretty killer. Uh, he does get to use his his flamethrower on Ahsoka, who flips back out over it. Uh, she gets all tied up and does a classic Ahsoka. Like, oh, I love the grin the, and wink and hop up. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. And all of Ahsoka's little one liners are still Ahsoka. It's like she's still kind mm -hmm. of like a like a hot shot kid at heart. You know, she's, yes. she's grown clearly, but she has like these little like when when she they first talk and, uh, you know, uh, such and such sent me to talk to you. She's like, I hope it's about him. Yeah. You know, and just kind of <laughs> yeah. walks over. It was like, very, Whoa. very. That was like a like Eric, like he was. That was a snips moment. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> yep. You're like, ah, ah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So the fight ends, and she talks about. I hope it's about him. And then that's when we get some of the best backstory ever. I think in Star Wars. And some it, people didn't like it. I did. I did see that some people. It got some mixed reviews, but I did love the the interaction she had with Groot. <laughs> so, is, am, I, so you, I'm, am I saying that? Am I pronouncing that? I, wrong? Okay, I, I wrote Grogu 
and then like 12, 12 exclamation points on my, my notes this morning. I had to pause. I had to pause watching the show just to add more exclamation points. Uh, yes. Like, what? They yeah. named him Grogu. Grogu. Yes. Like, so it is. It, I do understand the strangeness because they were guarding this secret of his identity with like like it was so precious. And then it's like uh, he doesn't. It doesn't need to have some sort of fancy name. But it, right. it was cool that we found out he had a backstory exactly. within the Jedi yes. Order. You know. So first, as we as Nick keeps messing it up, which normally I'm the <laughs> one that messes up names. Grogu. <laughs> Is Norman here? Nor whatever Norman's name is Grogu. Gogurt. Gogurt. So the word of the week is Grogu. Gogurt. Gogurt. Grogu. Groot. I don't know. Something with a G. One of the three. One of the three. Anything at all. Anybody but Eric can send in the word of the week, and then they'll be on the show next week. We're gonna have but, uh, we're gonna have uh-oh. a Zoom call like the ha- it's gonna look like the Happy Days. Yes, it's gonna be like <laughs> or no, uh, uh, Brady, Brady Bunch, Bunch, the Brady, Brady Bunch. Bunch. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah, so he finds out that little the child's name is is Grogu, and I like every time he said Grogu, he looked up oh. at him and he was like, "Hi, yeah, that's my name." Yeah. Um, so that was cute. But then here's it's like a here's, dog, like you know, you gotta. I have you know your puppy. You're like, uh, butt face, uh, <laughs> smelly face. Uh, Lester, huh? Huh? Oh, me? What? <laughs> so uh, here's what she exactly says, which I wrote it down as, as verbatim as I could. Raised at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, many masters trained him through the years. At the end of the Clone Wars, when the Empire rose to power, he was hidden. Someone took him from the temple. Then his memory turned dark. He was lost and alone. So that is Grogor's backstory. Pretty Grogert. cool. Grogurt. Yogurt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's so interesting. Like, he can barely... Like, he has trouble walking because he's so small. Like, But yeah. he was trained by multiple masters. Multiple masters. And if you do the math, 50 years ago, Snips was also at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. So right. were mm. they in the same class together, or was he just in the nursery... Uh, Using his force to bring bottles and food and dioramas to him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's uh, there could be so many. Th- it's, it is cool that they give him this backstory, and the thought is that you know maybe he you know you think about Yoda and Yoda needs to use the force to like be this flippy jumpy frog. Um, so maybe you know with training and 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 patience, this little baby you know creature becomes more than he is right now, and he's reverted at some point because they mention he's had to hide his powers in order yeah. to survive. So maybe that has something to do with it, um, or else maybe it's just a he's a special case, and because he's fifty, right? They said he's about fifty years old, and about fifty yeah. years ago. There wasn't that much time left until the Empire came. So they said many years he trained, though. So what is many? Yeah. So he I could guess. be training for like 20 years. Uh, right. That's a lot of years. There are there are 20-year-old is... Padawans who, like, how old was Obi-Wan when he became a Jedi Knight? He was probably pretty young. Yeah. Right? So I don't know. That's... So I don't know. Uh, and then she also talks about how, the Force gives him his powers. It is an energy field created by all living things. Right. So we're back to the Force is an energy field. But last week we were talking about the M counts right. and many chlorines. So is it both? Is it some? Is it So what's going on? So there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. I have about the Force because 
you know, everybody was down on the on the original Metichlorines from from the first three uh, movies. So then they kind of like ignored it. But then Dave Filoni brings it back last week. But then he goes and he brings this up about the Force being but being I, all around you. I think that's the great thing about what Favreau and Filoni are doing with the Force is they're they're reminding us that it's not one thing. You know, with Clone Wars, we see it with the Dark Sisters as like this kind of car, like. Uh, you know, like a like a dark magic, you know, like a like a sorcery sort of a thing. Uh, with the Jedi, we see it as almost this almost Buddhist sort of uh, Zen sort of a, a thing. We see this chaotic thing with the dark side. Uh, we got the Bendu in in Clone Wars, where we see it like almost as an elemental thing, like a like a nature sort of a thing. Um, and so I feel like every time we see get the Force explained, we get some sort of different thing. And like with with the new trilogy, we got. Like the force necromancy thing, you know, where like the raising of the dead and like the cloning and the the more lab- laboratory style. So it's almost like they're taking all of these different aspects of the force and they're kind of just showing that it's a bunch of different things and it's used a bunch of different ways in different cultures, access it in different ways. Uh, that's a long diatribe. I don't know if it even makes it, but like it just, it, <laughs> I just like the way that they're they're making it not one thing. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense, and that's that's one of those things I took away from some of those those other perspectives that you saw. You know, all of your your great examples there. That everybody experiences it a little bit differently, and that that was the the point of like the Bendu was the Jedi. The, the Jedi have their own way of doing it, but here's here's another way. And who better to make the Force a super just rigorous science than the empire right like, right they're the yeah. ones who know about midichlorians and they're saying okay well let's let's just get some force sensitive blood some super high m count blood and put it into our 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 host you know our host yeah, yeah. our new leader yeah. right yeah, our could be snoke i don't know uh, he says it's yeah. a good idea so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah you're so it's 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 different approaches to the force and it's almost you know it, it it mirrors our own world and you know you talk about the three major religions and 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 their comparisons and stuff like that so i think it's a it's a very you know real view of the force awesome yeah. I, I like very cool you guys enlightened me with the force just now you know i try Ooh. and enlighten you anytime i can Rob. <laughs> well anytime. thank you nick uh okay so following the story along they talk then, oh, I like this line. They're like, oh, a Jedi and a Mandalorian working together. They'll never see it coming. They would. I was like, very cool. They wouldn't they see that coming and, at all. And <laughs> I just love that they're leaning into the Mandalorian versus Jedi thing. They they, they mm-hmm. did it in Clone Wars. They did it in Rebels. Uh, but it all started with Knights of the Old Republic, uh, this Mandalorian Jedi thing. Uh, and it's every week we get like more and more non-canon things that Dave Filoni is just deciding. Those were cool. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We already have great stuff to use. Let's let's just make that <laughs> canon now. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I love that. Uh, yeah. One thing I did on a side note, uh, I was watching with closed captioning on, so that way I could get all of the dialogue exactly. And uh, before they tell you that uh, Norman's name is Grogu. In closed captioning, it says the child cooing, and then afterwards it says Grogu, Grogu cooing. cooing. Yes, wow. they changed yeah, that they as well. Yeah, they did great on that. It wasn't. Yeah. it wasn't the little spoiler that it often is, where you're like, oh, okay, the uh, 
Yeah, they the, didn't tell the you magistrate early. Magistrate is Morgan Elsbeth. Okay. <laughs> now, now Eric said the word spoiler, and it, it, it brought something up in my mind I wanted to mention. Uh, <laughs> we I have, forgot that. We, well, we didn't mention that there'd be spoilers, but if you've gotten this far in and you're still angry about the spoilers, it's all your Oops. fault, right? Oops, sorry. Uh, I'm going to keep listening in <laughs> case... They say something <laughs> neutral. What, what, if, what if these aren't spoilers and I was wrong? <laughs> um, this so, is our April Fool's episode. Sorry. Like, uh. like anyone on my phone, I, I, I am like a zombie and I mindlessly scroll. And when I scroll to the left on my phone, I get a news feed. Um, and, you know, I'm not worried about spoilers because I knew we were going to see Ahsoka today. I, it wasn't anything that shocked me. But this morning, I open up my phone, I scroll this way, and there's a picture of Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka on my phone. It was like 8 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. They're, they're getting a little, like, the day of, they, we, I don't know, who do we talk to? What senator do we, do we write to to yeah. write this wrong? There was a a lot of like Facebook posts of people wanting to be the first one to tell you, you know, kind of like when you're in middle school or like fourth or fifth grade and you want to be that first kid to tell everybody that there's no Santa Claus. Uh, By the (laughs) way, if you're too young, you didn't hear that from me. Um, But yeah, like more. I know, right? More spoilers. (laughs) Oh, my Um, gosh. We definitely did not. We got to drop. Let's pre-record a, a spoiler tag. Yes, uh, and just Christmas, throw that in there. Christmas spoilers may be in this episode. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it's like like everybody wants to be the first one to, to throw out the spoilers. And, and to so many people wrote, hey, like on YouTube or whatever, like your thumbnail image totally gave it away. Thanks, jerk. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. You know, and it's like. Well, and then I, I'm pretty smart. Usually I don't go on Facebook so much. I don't go on Reddit so much when I'm like not trying when I'm trying to avoid something. But I don't expect spoilers in my my news in the morning, you know, right? right. Your actual <laughs> news feed. Right. I guess that's yeah. just Google's becoming too self-aware. It's like you they are. Know they know this, this is yes. what you like. <laughs> They're like anyway. Anywho, I divert into another. Uh, anyway, so what was happening in the show? There was oh, a Jedi so somewhere. There was a Jedi. So, yeah, so when she was talking oh, right. They had their training scene, right? The training yeah. scene, yeah. So, but uh, when she was talking to him, apparently in the background, you can hear Yoda's music playing in the background as she was talking to, to little baby Norman. They so, did yeah. sneak Ahsoka's theme a couple times in as well. Yes. Yeah, definitely heard some Ahsoka. Uh, so then there, she's trying to train him, and uh, she uses one of Yoda's lines, which was, I sense much fear in you. Uh, I wonder who that was towards before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she says, hiding I, the force powers, uh, hiding his force powers. And just like Luke will do in future timelines, yeah. when Luke is trying to hide his force powers so that his uh, so that he doesn't get found out or and anything. She, after she he, did mention it's best to let them fade away. So is that like a like not to quote the 40 year old version, but is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? <laughs> like, like what, I, don't, I, I did not realize that was a thing with the force with no the it's force. an interesting concept yeah I, I mean to say oh well we can't possibly train this super strong force user so it's too dangerous just let it go just let it go what one would yeah. think the opposite would happen we have this 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 little green like cute ball of delightfulness that has proven <laughs> number one to be super powerful and number two, to use those powers to get what they want, right? Yeah. I mean, cookies, um, little metal spherical objects, um, <laughs> choking Gina Carano for the audacity of winning in an arm wrestle. 
Yeah. Like, so this kid knows that he can use these powers for evil and that. Well, and also stopping the fire at this season finale last year. He stopped the fire around to, to protect everybody as well. So see, but that again, that was protective. That wasn't so self-serving as getting cookies were or True. say as, as <laughs> right. you know, that that passion of you're hurting my father. So I'm going yeah. to choke you. That's yeah. the sort of fear that Ahsoka was worried about and that she sensed in him. Um, and then she even said like her, his attachment to you, uh, is, yeah. I can't teach him because of that. Best uh, of Jedi crumbled due to his attachments. She was talking about Anakin. Yeah. I mean, and, that was uh, awesome. I loved like you could right. see she got almost that thousand yard stare. Like mm-hmm. when she was talking about that, uh, I, I hope, and I don't know that we're going to see any more Ahsoka in the Mandalorian, but I think there, there's rumors of both a Clone Wars spinoff as well as an Ahsoka spinoff, whether they're the same thing or not. Um, I'm hoping we, we get to see more of Ahsoka because, again, I think she's just she's an absolutely out. She I mean, she is I, I don't I am struggling to think of a more consequential character than Ahsoka at this point. She has been in every era of Star Wars at this point and no movies. And no movies. No movies, yeah. Now, now, technically, I count her as part of episode three, Revenge of the Sith, because if you watch the last episode of Clone Wars and you tie them together, I think it's a great way. Oh, it, yeah, that, that really did blow my mind, the I, way like they, the, they stitched it all together. I, yeah. expect was, them, I expected them to do like a handoff like they did with uh, Clone or uh, Rogue One, where it's like, okay, this is the end of the movie and we're handing it into... But no, they straight up said, this is happening during the movie. This is right. all it, at the same time. It yeah. completely changes the way I watch Revenge of the Sith. Like, I'm watching them on that ship in the beginning, and I'm like, Ahsoka's outside right now. She's she's laying down some stuff. She's jumping from... She's on the seat of Mandalore, <laughs> jumping from ship to ship. Like, she's Saying, fighting I don't Maul. need a backpack. Yeah, That's she's right. fighting Maul. Now, yeah. Maul, I think, also has has turned into a very vital character as well. Yeah, he was much more consequential than he put. But there's, there was a news article out recently that was talking about Lucas's original intent for Maul, and apparently Maul was supposed to have a big uh, role in the sequel trilogy. Okay. Uh, if Lucas had remained at the helm. Okay. Um, so I'm glad to see that they kept going with Maul, because I always thought Maul was a cooler character than they gave him a chance anyway. Um, yeah. And so they definitely did expand on him. Um, uh, so- another great quote from Ahsoka that I loved when she said, I like first, good or bad, they are always memorable. When, uh, yeah, was that a little double entendre from Ahsoka? Yeah, I know, right? She was like, <laughs> she's very deep risque. in her old age. Yeah, Seemed a little risky uh, for for Ahsoka there. So it was pretty cool. Um, so then, uh, so then we get to the, uh, so then they go back, and then oh, her fight scene at the end then was awesome when she went back and started fighting the entire town of bad guys was amazing. Well, I loved the juxtaposition between their two fighting styles too. Um, and first of all, the, the, uh, we talk film filmography and cinematography, uh, and art direction, uh, that shot of him with, uh, Ahsoka in the background above him standing on the wall, just that like the Mandalorian and the Jedi, almost like the, the gunslinger and the samurai sort of like (laughs) these, these two representations of their genres, um, and it was just really kind of cool to see, but we, we get this whole really intricate, like, uh, choreographed martial arts sequence, uh, with Ahsoka and, and we get that awesome, you know, uh, bow staff that can deflect lightsabers. And then it's almost like an Indiana Jones moment with, uh, with Mando where it's just like a boom, That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but the I mean, standoff. I- so, um, the standoff between him and uh, Michael. Lang? 
Like, yeah, uh, was really, really cool. And the one thing that I, he didn't say a word. The Mando didn't say a word the entire time. He just stood there and they just showed like very, uh, Western tropish, like his hand yeah. flickering next to the gun. Like I'm ready. If you make one move, I'm ready for you. Don't worry. And, and then, they, and they want us to think that he's letting his guard down. And I, as I'm right. watching, I'm thinking, there's no way that this guy right. would believe that this guy's not going to reach for a different gun. He's yeah. not that dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's not that dumb. And, he's, and of course, he like signals. Like he, it's almost like he uses his own body movement and signals. It's it's reverse psychology. See, I am I am relaxed. Nope, just kidding. Right. So it was it was just very kidding, clever yeah. the way they did that. Uh, the one thing that I was, as I'm watching it, I'm waiting for Mando to talk, and he didn't talk the entire time. So knowing how much, well, the rumors were in the beginning how little Pedro Pascal was actually acting in this season as much as how he quit halfway through, blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, I'm watching it going, is Pedro in there or is it one of his body doubles the whole right. time? That's what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking when I'm watching this awesome stare down. I'm thinking, who's in the suit? Lift up the visor. I want to see who that actually is. That's what I was thinking. Uh, sorry. It was Groot. It was Groot. I was the so, whole time. I'm such a dork. All right. Um, so then the, oh, he talked about HK 87 troopers, which uh, people are saying are related to the HK-47 droid troopers, which were in Knights of the Old Republic yeah, game. Yeah, so I wasn't hmm. sure because I've never heard of that. The HK-47 was a droid type, but there was one specific HK-47 in Knights of the Old Republic that was like one of the, the party members. And he was he was like a beloved character because he was sadistic and hysterical. Like he would okay. call any human being a meat bag and would ask, <laughs> how, I don't know how you stand the sloshing around of your internal organs all day. It's like it was it was almost like he was like a psychopath uh, and he was basically a murder bot. And there has been clamoring for years wanting to see an HK-47 on screen. So it would be great to see an HK droid in, in uh, that is awesome in combat. Um, I saw when Ahsoka was going through the town and just uh, taking out one bad guy after another. Did uh, it reminded me of the Predator movie from way back in the day with Arnold Schwarzenegger, just watching the Predator go and yep. take out the entire uh, army battalion. Like she was, she was the Predator. I was. And that like, was another oh. moment of complete and total fan service that I don't even care a little bit about because there was one particular trooper that they just very sure specifically showed, and I called this last week. I said, "Are we going to see her?" do her lightsabers with the, the two like this and coming out. And they like almost slow-mo gave us the classic Ahsoka yep. saber uh, withdrawal. And it was outstanding. Uh, I, I mean, it was just, I don't even care about the, like, I feel like too many Star Wars fans get angry about fan service. And there is a difference between good service, fan service and bad fan service, you know, bad fan service being, I don't know. I don't know what's what's a good example of bad fan because I think all of this is good fan service. It's not it's not on the nose. It's not like it's like stuff in the background. It's not too right. much of a wink. Like like in this, there was uh, there were um, more loth cats. There's a loth cat in the background. <laughs> yes. Oh right. man, I love that. It. Was great. <laughs> a live action loth cat man, mm -hmm. uh, which uh, you know. I didn't realize that they were off of Lothal. I thought they were a native species to Lothal. So maybe they got introduced off of Lothal. To... <laughs> like the way Bart Simpson introduced frogs to Australia type of thing. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, I heard today I was on uh, this little island off the coast of New Jersey where I'm from. And my dad told me that there was a coyote sighting. And I'm like, 
this is an island in the Atlantic Ocean. How right. is there a coyote on this? <laughs> Apparently there was. So, yeah. The, the coyote. So, so I guess the loath cats just kind of hopped on board a vessel and, and they got loose and they just infested an entire planet. But, yeah, definitely cool to see a loath cat live in there. Yeah. I, I hope somebody got the boot uh, for, for bringing a loath cat to, uh, to Corvus. Yeah. Or, yes. Or, yeah, oh, Corvus. okay. I'll take Corvus, a boot, yeah. and then it's a boot this big. <laughs> <laughs> one other uh, fan service thing. I don't even know if we want to call it fan service or not. but uh, I do. In Okay. In one of the scenes, I don't know if it's in the very beginning or the second time, when – you see uh, Mando walking through the forest. The camera pans across, and there's an owl yes, up in the tree. Absolutely, and I, it was mm. and it was totally uh, Morai. 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 Yep. Yeah. So Ahsoka has this this buddy owl type creature, and I like I, I think some people online were wondering if that was or was not Morai. Even if it wasn't, that was absolutely supposed to be a not. They wouldn't have just put a random owl in a scene right. with Ahsoka in yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I think we can safely assume that that is in fact that bird. Which is awesome. As soon as I Which saw is, that, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's, it's that's, not, the, yeah. that's definitely, I would say that's definitely fan service. Cause, cause a lot of people met Ahsoka for the first time today. You know, this was their first introduction to Ahsoka. They have no idea. They just saw an owl, right? right. So we, we did not just see an owl. That is absolutely an example of good fan service where it's just, it, it doesn't take your eye away. It doesn't go, Hey guys, look at me. I am, I am winking at you, but it is there as like, a, Oh, that is awesome. That, it, that is attention right. to detail. It's continuity. Uh, it's everything. It's like what, you know, either arrested development. I don't know if you're an arrested development fan. It is the, the poster child of continuity in, in sitcoms and, and like everything should be perfect. And I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> star Wars starts going towards that where things matter things that happen on screen affect other things and i think the the mcu treatment is is an acceptable thing where things start to tie in with one another exactly well, yeah, that, I, that's the whole point of their i mean they've been doing that for years with with continuity i mean isn't that how Catherine kennedy kind of started out with with uh lucas film was was being part was holding the you know the, the continuity together holding the the canon together with all the books and everything sure. but you know, yeah, we've kind of rebooted things. We've made it simpler, but my goodness, when you tie in comic books and and video games books and, and yeah. video games, and you're saying, okay, these things, if it if it isn't Lego, it's canon, right? You're like, oh gosh, that's already getting complicated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I would hope there's like a keeper of the books at at Lucasfilm. They they do need someone to have like the ultimate knowledge, so that like they submit a script to this person. And they can be like, no, this this doesn't make sense because in episode twenty six of Clone Wars, you said that Ahsoka wore a brown shirt on this. No, I don't. You know, some, <laughs> there needs to yeah. be some master of lore at Lucasfilm that that can maybe that's Dave Filoni. Who knows? I think it is Dave Filoni actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then the big finale, Ahsoka and the uh, magistrate, nice battle, awesome battle. She uses the the Beskar uh, staff. Um, to protect herself and then uh it was cool when the staff falls and the guy outside goes oh looks like we know who won and then mando kills him because he's about to kill mando and then uh she comes walking out and here's another part where it's all about your word she says i can't train him and he said i helped you you have to keep your word and then we get a lot of really cool more uh not even name drops, but just more like great drops where we find out about the, the original temple 
She says to go to to the temple on Tython. 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 There you go. Now that's and, uh, that's definitely a, te- a, a planet we have visited in the Star Wars universe before, for sure. So that's they're they're digging back for that. I like that. Yeah. So um, and she says, you know, put him on the seeing stone. And yeah, they're getting very mystical with Star Wars here. Yeah. And he, this he is this is very it. like very rebels, like yeah. at the end of Rebels, how how uh, mystical it was with that, and how very and even uh, like you know some of the Mortis stuff in Clone Wars. And, you know, every now and then they go kind of lofty with their their uh, almost uh, sorcery aspects of Star Wars, and I, I oh, love yeah. it every time they do it. And this is an example of it. I don't think we're ever gonna. I don't know. They say he'll be able to choose his path. Do you think that uh, little Grogu will ever leave Mando? I mean, if he does, it's going to change the whole Mandalorian story arc. I think totally. I think Grogu is a a cast member. I, I think, think so. I think when Grogu leaves, I think the Mandalorian is over. Yeah, I don't think. I think he's going to pick to stay with Mando because he's. I mean, he. If he leaves, what are they going to do? Give him a spinoff? Is it going to be the Ropers? Right. You know. <laughs> so yeah, no, the I Grogu's. Think I, I think that he's going to continue to be a plot. I, I mean, I don't, I don't foresee them going to the Seeing Stone and then, you know, Luke Skywalker showing up and picking up Baby Grogu and see you later. And then we, we don't see him again. I just feel like yeah. that. That's. I think we're going to get Grogu for as long as the Mandalorian is here. Little Groot's going to be around. And uh, the other thing, some people are questioning is what other Jedi will we see? Will we see? Our other friend from Rebels. You see, I'm thinking Ezra's coming. See, see that's yeah. the crazy thing, and that's the the big thing at the end that we get that awesome reveal that she's still looking for Thrawn. Right? Yes. Uh, oh, and that whole Thrawn thing. Oh yeah, I'm we sorry. we yeah. gotta say uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. Okay, yeah, we, there we, we had, go. It's been we said. We had not mentioned that yet. That's <laughs> well, yeah, we a big didn't mention reveal, it at all. Oh right? my god. So, Talking uh, about name drop. The whole point of this is that they're looking for, and and you know we were just talking about the weaving of all these different medias, and here we have an OG. Uh, canon character that they reinvigorated for the new canon and now they're bringing from who first of all was one of the coolest villains in star wars and if, he was uh, so oh, yeah. psycho sinister he was sinister and calm and cool and just like nasty he was great and so now there's the possibility of seeing a live action thrawn um but not only that last we saw ahsoka she was looking for kanan who or not kanan um Ezra, uh, Ezra <laughs> right? Who was looking? Who was with Thrawn? So, right. are we looking for Thrawn because Thrawn killed Ezra? Are we looking for Thrawn because Ezra is still with Thrawn somewhere? Uh, it, it opens up so many different questions. And are the questions that'll be answered in the Mandalorian? Are the questions that'll be answered in the Ahsoka spinoff? Is this something that's setting up a Clone Wars sequel that they've they've talked about, or a, a Rebel sequel Reboot, that Re- they've yeah, been Rebel talking sequel, about? Yeah. Which I would. I would love. That'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll I see. The sequel I want to see is, I mean, really, the question I think everyone is asking right now is, where are the space whales? I yes. Mean, they've got Live action percent. space whales. Live that, action space whales. <laughs> Listen, we if, need... we, if we can get live action <laughs> walruses that Luke Skywalker is milking the the bantha milk, the blue milk out of. <laughs> the green, I guess it was green milk. It was green <laughs> milk. Yeah. They right. were green, yeah. We should be able to get space whales. Hundred percent, yes. Uh, so, so, so maybe, maybe this season, fingers crossed, we get to see some space whales. Uh, <laughs> at 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 best, maybe sometime during the course of this show, we'll see. So now we have all kinds of characters. 
There's three episodes left of the season. Right. And we have all of these extra characters that are all going to, we're assume, come together somehow. So now, are we going to see, are we going to see Cobb Vanth? Are we going to see the frog people? Are we going to see uh, Ahsoka again? Are we going to see the Mandalorians Bo-Katan. with Bo-Katan? Uh, like are all of these are characters. Gina and Carl Weathers. Yeah, they've all shown up. And if they're sticking to the first season's sort of uh, tempo, we would see them all kind of join up pretty soon. But I don't know that we're yeah. going to keep that first season tempo. I think that the end of the second season is going to be a darker tone than the end of the first season. I can see that. Also, I mean, episodes left. We know that uh, we know that uh, Moff Gideon is still looking for the uh, Groot. Groot. Um, I, I'm having and a there's a tracker. Time. Yes, there's a tracker on their on their ship, there's which a- we thought was going to lead them to Ahsoka, but now since he's gone, he's leaving without Ahsoka. So uh, Moff Gideon's not going to have a run in with her unless she follows Mando Mando to wherever they're going next. Um, But Bo-Katan obviously wants the Darksaber back, so we got to see her at some point at the end. We'll definitely see Bo-Katan again, I think. I think we'll definitely see Cara Dune and... um, Grief Cargo. Grief Cargo, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we'll see the frog people again. I don't know how they would shoehorn them back in. (laughs) Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer because, like, it just seems so unnecessary now right to have them they were there just to have uh little baby norman eat the eggs yeah maybe maybe they'll surprise us and they will somehow wind up being integral to the plot of season two i just don't know how um but yeah so i know we have no trailers anything left that we haven't seen already so we have no idea what's coming so basically Eric, you're wearing the captain's uniform there, so you go ahead and tell us what you think is going to happen next. If you have any, where, where are we headed? Any I'm, any I'm, suggestions? Okay, I'm impressed that you you even knew the rank. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I forget the rank all the time too, uh, and I wear this on a regular basis. But <laughs> I, I, listen, they I, don't I they don't a... pay us the big bucks for nothing. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so who knows? I mean, I'm excited to see where it's going. I don't want to read too many people's spoilers because everybody has their opinion. And there are leaks out there. I will will mention to you, there are leaks of the entire season out there. Don't go go digging for for more information than you want because it is out there. If you you want to get spoiled, you can get spoiled. I don't want to get spoiled, so I'm doing remarkably little digging into... I'm just watching the show, and I am... am, thinking about it you know so yeah there are yeah. some people I, who don't mind getting spoiled but i i would rather just take it as it comes well yeah i didn't even watch the trailer i i mean i'm i'm that that type of guy when sure. when it comes to to star wars i i don't like to speculate too much because uh, it, i think it in some ways it ruins it uh, I, that's what i think makes so many people so angry when when they start speculating oh Ray has to be Obi-Wan's daughter, of course. And then they're all upset when she's not. When she's not, um, yeah. But, you but see, I don't understand that so much because we get stuff wrong on this podcast all the time. <laughs> all the time. I don't get too mad about it. You know, like like Star Wars fans need to just relax sometimes. I had plenty of theories about, you know, Ray wan Kenobi and, you know, maybe <laughs> maybe Jar- Darth Jar Jar and all this that I thought might have been kind of. But none of it turned out to be right. And that's fine. You know, I'm well, not yeah, a writer got the at Lucasfilm. Right, 
Yeah, if you've got the right mentality about it, sure, you can you can imagine, you can dream. I, I, I mean, I remember playing Star Wars role-playing games when there was only the original trilogy and we came up with all sorts of crazy stuff for for how Jedi could survive the purge and everything we and crazy ideas about what the clone wars actually was sure and when i found out what the clone war clone wars were i didn't go well that's not what i imagined when <laughs> right. i was a teenager exactly. yeah <laughs> that's not the way it was in my head you're but wrong, you didn't have George the internet Lucas. When you were it's the internet culture, man. This is true. It is. It, is. it was just that's... me and a few of my nerd friends. That's yeah. right. You didn't have a message board to have an echo chamber of anger and salt. So, <laughs> talking about talking about how wonderful the internet is, there's people who are upset with Ahsoka because her Likus were shorter than they were in Rebels. Listen, I'm sorry. Can we stop with with the Togruta body shaming? Because as we age, things wrinkle, things shrink. It happens to all species of all kinds. And I think we need to celebrate our differences in our bodies. That's right. Whether they be human or not. So stop body shaming her. I didn't hear anyone two weeks ago giving Dr. Mandible any crap about his pincers being too short. All exactly right. right. Well, in season one, they were three inches longer. <laughs> wow! You froze it. You looked at them right. side by side, and, and yet, where's like, the uproar? Where's the yeah. uproar? Where's right. the double standard? On There's a yeah. double standard. I'm sorry. There just is. Who's who's keeping up with continuity on this show? Come on! <laughs> it's Dave Filoni. We gotta we gotta get Dave on. This is why Dave, we should have had Dave. See? We should have had Dave on. Oh. We could have yelled we at him. Bump Dave yep. for Eric, and this is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> There was one more fan service thing that I did notice. Um, Ray, her hairstyle, she had those like three bun things sure, in the back sure. of her head. Last week, one of the little kids in the school had the same little hairstyle with the three little buns. And hmm. this week, the magistrate's hair was very similar to that. Must, now, be, a, must be a popular hairstyle in, yeah, it's a, it's a, in the galaxy. In, in, this, in the uh, 6 BC, BBC, whatever the... the BC, year a, is. A, a, what is it? It's after the Battle of Yavin. A-B-Y. Yeah, A-B-Y. A-B-Y, yeah. A-B-Y, right? So in, uh, in there must whatever. Have been, you know what there is? There's probably an intergalactic pop band, uh, like girl group, that has that hairstyle. That has that hairstyle, yeah. <laughs> so they, everybody's... They, they all see it on the holonet, and they mm-hmm. all want that. They go to their, their hairstyles. They, they go, I want what the Spice Cantinas have. That's and right. Max that's Rebo exactly. has a new a new backup <laughs> singer right. that everybody <laughs> loves. That's I want right. the haircut that Max Rebo's backup singer has. Exactly. Yeah, man. Oh, man. All so right. that, was, that was, what was that, chapter... 13. 13 Lucky Jedi, 13. Right? Yes. And good news, it was a 45-minute episode, so it was longer. Yeah. Um, I don't think our good friend Jason would like it because I felt it was, while the progression was fast, I felt there was, like, slow, suspenseful moments in between. And Jason always talks about how he doesn't like The Mandalorian because it, it went too slow for him. So that's why, even though when he was on our show Uh-oh. and we were on his show, he told us how much he loved it. But when we're not around, he says he doesn't like it that much. Um, so I think uh, I, th- I don't think he would have liked it as much, but we definitely got a kick out of it. Yeah, I, I get what he's saying. There, there were some slower parts. Uh, there were a f- there were a few shots where I went, okay, this is going on a little a little too long, maybe. Right. Um, and but I think that's the art that's the artistic style behind like the the Kurosawa 
thing almost is there's a lot of right. long shots of uh, flowing wind in the in the rustling uh, side like countryside uh, like wind through their cloaks I don't know a lot of stuff going uh, everything is 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 going to be coming to a head pretty soon here we have three episodes left uh, we were very happy to have Eric from the Supreme Resort on our yes. show today. Yes. Uh, yes, thank we you, were. Eric, so much. Eric, uh, is there anything you want to just uh, to add before we close here? Uh, no, I just I mean, there's been a lot of uh, a, a lot of mud slung between our podcasts. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you did call us jerks last week, but that's fine. We're, we are jerks. It's it's OK. Uh, we can we can live with that and we'll move on. Uh, perhaps this is a, a chance for us to forge a new uh, a new alliance uh, or perhaps uh, this is. Just um, yeah, maybe things will go south again. We'll never see. You, we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. Listen, I have I have uh, faith in the, the future of our our podcasts and in the friendship of Bantha Milk and Ch- Chalupa Resort. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, with with continued uh, effort together, we can make this a great podcast nation. Uh, so long as you continue to put sour cream on all of your delicious uh, treats. Oh, now you've gone too far. I apologize. And the rivalry has begun anew. Oh, boy. It's, it's on now. <laughs> and just like that, Eric is, like, dropping the mic and leaving all We're done. He's like, We're done. We're done. That's it. Flip the table. Flip <laughs> I, I just Sour up cream on Rob. my Rob, butt. Rob Good. is back in, in our I'm our back, yes. Um, but, yeah, it was so good to have Eric. We always love having other voices on. But, Eric, number one, you've got a, you've got a great podcast voice. I'm you sure do. Ever told you could you be a that. professional podcaster. You, you could have your very own podcast, if you could believe it. You should. <laughs> wow. You should do that. You should have your um, very own. But definitely make sure you check out the, the Supreme Resort. Uh, and make sure you check out Concierge. If you are a big Disney fan, Eric is going to be a big uh, help to you in your endeavor to, to plumb the depths that are Disney and all of their or their parks, right? So, thank you for being on, Eric. No, thanks for having me. This is this is great. Yeah, and maybe maybe at some point uh, we can hop on your show and we can truly truly put this rivalry to rest. <laughs> oh, we've we've got some ideas for how you folks can get involved. Oh, boy. all right. Well, we're thank in. you so much, Eric. Rob, uh, we're glad we, you rejoined us here. Uh, it was a great episode. Be ready. We've only got three more left for the season. There is a holiday special for the Star Wars Lego out. We're going to be doing a special on that before Christmas at some point, right? So be ready for that. Um, anything else before we bring it out, Rob? I think that's it. And his name is not Groot. Oh, that's right. Yes. It's, it's Gro- <laughs> Gogurt. I'm sorry. Gogurt. It's Gogurt. He is uh, from Spaceballs. Gro- Gogurt. <laughs> and, and that's the bottom line. And why is that? Because we have spoken. We have spoken. <laughs>